Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now back to 95-7, the game. Following game three, we have more drama. By the way, we had another player get ejected from the contest. That would be Anderson. <laughs> just staying par for the course with his heated series between the two teams. And I think this is, the, this is how rivalries are born. But now the big question is Ja Morant. Will he be available for game four? Yes, he is. Come on, man. First things first, it's a playoff game. If this is a regular season game, then they might sit him. But no, man, a little a little knee trauma. If you didn't tear anything, if it's a bruise, you play. And, and you know what? I guarantee you there's, a, there's other players playing in the playoffs right now that also have bruised knees, but they didn't tweet about it and talk about the cold, Dan, because they had a business like big boys. Sorry. So, sorry, so you sorry think that, that you definitely think he's going to be in uniform and good to go? He's going to play. He's going to run all over the court. He's going to do his stupid left hand, uh, freaking scoop shots over and over again, man. Yeah, we're going to see Ja, <laughs> and, and and that's just going to make it even more ridiculous, man. It's like when LeBron, like was like I said, man. Well, you name your LeBron over overreaction moment. It could be when he got poked in the eye and didn't hit the shot. It was like I was all three baskets. It can be when LeBron came out after they lost the finals with the cat. Asked on his hand, like you name your LeBron over dramatic moment, and that's that's what we saw out of John. He's gonna play, and he's gonna play well. Jordan Poole said it's a basketball play. We doubled him. I went for the ball. Obviously, you don't want to see anybody get hurt. I'm not even that type of player. So Jordan Poole rushing to his own defense and saying that certainly there was it was not there was any level of intent. Certainly wasn't deliberate. How about this? I'm just gonna keep it real. All right. I'm from Vallejo, man. That's the way we roll out there. <laughs> as much as people say you want to see him play, and we do, right? You don't want to win this. You don't want to back into the postseason and or the Western Conference Finals. But for those of you that are true fans, I'm saying like you, you want, you're all about the Warriors because there's really nothing wrong with this. If he's not available to go in game four, you can't tell me there are people out there right now that are saying, yeah, I'm okay with that. As <sighs> much as we got to take the high road, I get it. You want to see John? You don't want anybody to get hurt, right? You no, you, you don't. You especially don't. somebody like that. That dude's as good for the league. He's. I. I know you have a hard time with him. He's fun to watch. Man. No, that he's dude. a good. He's a great basketball player. I love watching. Dude but play I'm just basketball. saying, let's just keep it on the real. If you, it's, it's, I know a lot of Warrior fans are like, maybe I shouldn't say this publicly, but if he can't go, I'm okay with that. Because this is, you get to this point in the season, and it's, it's like. Eye gouging, man. Anything goes. Whatever it takes for me to get to that next level, I, I don't care if it's like, you know, this isn't a gentleman's game any longer. Whatever it takes for me to get to the Western Conference Finals and or the NBA Finals, you know, I, I'm more – I'm glad to walk through that door should should John Morant not be available Listen, at the end of the hey, series. hey, Kevin Love and Kyrie were hurting that first dubs playoff of uh, – uh, 
in that first Doug playoffs run where they beat beat the 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 Mavs in the finals. I mean, sorry, the Cavs in the finals, right? It, there's not a single Warriors fan that doesn't feel like it wasn't legitimate. Okay, they still have LeBron. Uh, yeah, no, listen, no, but. Well, look at Here's Phoenix last year in the postseason. Do you think Phoenix says, well, this is sort of tainted that we Jamal got to the Murray, NBA Finals? Exactly, yeah, no. They no, missed no. everybody. Anthony Davis from the Los Angeles Lakers, and, of course, they finally get to the Clippers, and there's no Paul George. I mean, that, that's wait, just... That, wait, that said, if John Morant was down on the court last night, if he was injured and he was like had to get up and be helped off the court, it, it ain't a single fan in Chase Center last night that would have cheered that. And that's the difference, right? You don't want Morant to... If he gets hurt, he gets hurt, right? We're not going to be excited about it, but we're also not going to be like, darn, okay? We're going to be like, well, okay, this this makes things a lot easier on your squad. Yeah, it does. Well, I know you're getting back to, to, to Draymond Green, and Draymond Green after, of course, getting ejected in game one, and then game two came out of the contest with that bloody eye. You and I go back and forth on this, and you're right. Nobody should ever cheer like what sort of but, no, I'm are say, you? but I'm saying Dub Nation would not. Dub no, Nation would not. Have. I get you. I'm just saying that again, just to revisit Draymond Green after getting kicked out of Game One, the way he departed in riling up the crowd and going A B Anthony Brown, Antonio Brown, and just absolutely <laughs> playing to the audience. Uh, and then the it? next night. He goes out with a bad eye and then does a podcast going, I can't believe that some people cheer. Uh, my man, you brought a lot of this on yourself. Now, should anybody cheer an injury? No, no. But but Draymond, dude, live in the real world. You you bring a lot of this on yourself, and he should know that. So, yeah, you don't cheer an injury, but you have to sort of take things into account. The way he left game one in riling up the crowd and taking on that role that, yes, I am the villain, you can all hate me. Yeah, there's going to be some people that are going to cheer, even though you shouldn't. The fact that the dude had a bad eye. Yeah, but again, it's one thing to, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh, well, we don't really, but but they cheered. That's no, and and again, I'm just saying, I'm using it, I'm ta- I'm talking about this. I get you. In reference to Ja, and, and say that nobody in Dub Nation is going to be happy that Ja Moran isn't playing. That said, we will take that easier path to the to the Western Conference Finals. Wait, yeah. who isn't happy? No, I'm saying no. Nobody oh. in Dub Nation is going to be happy if Ja doesn't play. Like, there's not going to be seeing a Warriors fan that be like, yes. They're going to be like, oh, well, that sucks. We also will will in, oh, in turn. Okay. Come on, man. Be, be we will take that easier path to the Western Conference Finals. You, you yeah. really? But, but no one no one's going to be happy that Ja's hurt. Hell yes, there. That's the point I'm trying no, to make here. No, that, that, they, you're not maybe a fan. They, maybe you're not do. a fan if you feel that way. They are. And that's just, they don't want to see it happen, but are they happy? Yeah. There are fans out. That's the way they live, man. I'm, there's nothing. I've heard so many people, and I'm going to, they'll remain nameless. These are people that had mics on and, <laughs> and makeup, and they were on TV last night, and everybody prefaced it, understood that you don't, you want to see Jaw play. Everybody wants to make sure Jaw's okay. You don't want this thing to, and I'm just telling you that there are a lot of fans that if John Morant can't play, yeah, they're happy. This isn't, what did you say? They're going to be like, matter of fact, no. They're going to be like, let's let's high-five me. Let's have a cocktail. <laughs> he ain't playing. They are happy. And I know maybe 
it's not public sentiment. Maybe it's not PC to admit that. I get it. But there are people that are happy that that dude is not playing in the game. Come on, Shamari. Hey, I been, should be keeping it real. The, you should be. I, that, that's what I do, man. And I maybe maybe I'm delusional about my my fellow Dub Nation members, but no, man. We 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 rock with class. We 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 rock with. Uh, we we love the game. We we are fans of the game. The nine two five. You never wish injury on anybody. No, the 95. I get no, it. we're not. Those aren't real fans. And, and and I will agree with the 925. Is there anybody that that considers himself a I'm Dubs fan? I'm not saying you're unquote. wishing injury on anybody. And I'm not saying that that's the way they want to win. But if the but if he goes down with an injury and can't play from this point forward, you can't tell me that there are fans out there, Dub Nation or otherwise, that aren't happy. Especially if you want your Warriors to get to the NBA Finals. Is it is it but but Ja right? probably but not. Ja, ja is a Ja is a speed bump on the way to the finals. Okay, like Ja not being there means we get to punch it and do eighty on our way to the finals. Not like it's gonna stop the Warriors, man. So no, no, nobody. Now listen, if Dylan Brooks doesn't play another game, then maybe some people out there just high fiving. And you know what? I might be one of them, okay? Because that dude, he 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 broke the code. No, no, he crossed the line. He he took deep. So you said Dylan Brooks is hurt and can't if, play Dylan, the rest of the series. Yeah, you're okay Dylan, with that? Dylan Brooks goes out, then you might see some high fives, but but not in public and not while that dude's sitting there on the court. It'll be in a bar in Oakland. Oh yeah, no, you know what I'm saying I'm or something saying like that. Yeah. Cheer. I'm not saying that they're going to cheer John Morant hobbling off the court. No, don't get me wrong. Okay, so I am saying that the people are going to be happy. Xfinity so, Mobile, te- Mobile Text Line is trying to trying to sum up here and find the middle ground between us. So the 510 says, happy we don't have to play against him, not happy he's hurt. They say settled. And can, 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 is that what we're going to say about the 510? No, because are, are, is, is that, I think are, there are people that are happy that he's hurt. <laughs> <laughs> they're just not. Uh, they're just not coming correct. They're just not being honest with themselves. That's just. There's nothing wrong with it, man. As a fan, I get it, man. Whatever it takes to get there, I get it. Some of you are trying to take a high road. Some of you are just, you know, you guys are trying to project that. Listen, I never want to win a game due to an injury. I hope he's okay. I hope he plays. Oh, really? How about if he plays? <laughs> how and about he goes he, off for eighty? How about if he plays tomorrow and he tortures you for sixty-five and you lose? I mean, just be real. Let's have the real conversation here, all right? I, hey, we hey, got a mama's. Them's we, we the breaks, take this man. Call. You know why? Well, we got to get back to it. Mother's Day. It, it, it is Mother's Day. Why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. <laughs> <laughs> Martha's standing by in Vallejo, better known. Uh, Shamari's mom. Happy Mother's Day, Martha. How are you this afternoon? As I understand it, you left town in the middle of the night, so you didn't have to deal with Shamari today on this very special right? day of yours? Yeah. <laughs> she, 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 she left a note. See, see you later. See you when I see you. Hey, Shamari. <laughs> hello, hello, Mom. How you doing? Happy, happy Mother's Day, by the way. Thank you, and thank you, Dan. Yeah, I, um, yeah we, we... Well, no, we, we, we're at... We're in L.A. to attend an old-school uh, um, concert, Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight and Stephanie Mills and Jeffrey Osborne. What happened to the Pips? Jeffrey Osborne? What happened to the Pips? Fred, no, no, Freddie. I was going to say, wait, Je- Jeffrey Osborne better. are going to be there enough. <laughs> wait, Je- Jeffrey Osborne better sing "On the Wings of Love" than get his happy butt off the stage. I don't really got no other songs. I'm joking. I'm sorry. What were we saying? Please attend. Uh, no, actually, Dad said it's Freddie. What? I said, what happened to the the Pips? Okay. 
I think I th- I I, they're retired. <laughs> I mean, Gladys Knight is pretty old too, man. Yeah, the but pimps. she's she's still rocking it, man. She she looks all right. Hey, wait! I resembled that remark too. Anyway, <laughs> um, so it's a Mother's Day it's a Mother's Day explosion. Um, so we flew down for that. But I told Shamari we'll be listening in on Sunday, son, even from L.A. And I got it on, and I'm listening. And I just had to call in, you guys. You guys gave me a reason to call in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. What's up? What's on your mind, Martha? <laughs> okay, so. No, I'm not happy. I wouldn't be happy if if uh, John can't play because he's injured. Although, I'm happy that he won't be playing if he's injured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I that think that's sense. the set. No, you're you're spot on, and I think you speak for a lot of people. You're you're the only one that's brave enough to call and admit it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'm happy that he's not going to play if he doesn't play. But, you know, I, I don't want somebody not playing. I mean, I don't want to lose because somebody got hurt, but it's okay if we win because he's hurt. <laughs> That's cutthroat. That's cutthroat. That's real. I guess just keep it real. That's real. Okay, by, by the way, man, on That's Twitter – and a, uh, a a texter in the 415 actually texted this in. I don't know how – I don't know. So, Sham Sharania. I know Sham Sharania. I know he is. He's, he's a writer for The Athletic. According to him, according to Sham Sharania, um, John Morant, according to Taylor freaking Jenkins. So, according to a Sham Sharania, according to Taylor Jenkins, <laughs> John Morant is likely to miss game four versus the Warriors. Wow. Wow. Again, I, I, but listen, I haven't been able to back this report up anywhere else on the whole internet. But Sham Sharani is on Twitter. This isn't Woj. This oh, isn't. Oh, he's incredible. No, source. he's absolutely he's incredible. Re- he's, if there's Woj, and he's right behind Woj. He's trying to challenge Woj, but Sham Sharani. I mean, if, if that's what he's saying, then they're well. But, but see, yeah, 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 but you have to believe Sham Sharani. Then you have to believe Taylor Jenkins, okay? Because <laughs> t- he's saying that's what Taylor Jenkins said. So Sterling's going to give us some. Uh, so so now now that this might be official, now that we have something official here. Well, let's get some official word from okay. Sterling. Sterling, what do you have? Yeah, the exact wordage from Taylor Jenkins was, there's probably a really good chance John Morant will not play tomorrow in Game 4. Okay. So it's looking like he's not going to play tomorrow night. Wow. Probably. A re- that's too many words. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's probably a really good chance. Uh, Okay, so, so so now that this is real, how do we feel, Dub Nation? How do you feel? Are you uh oh snap? Okay, Anthony Slater is apparently saying the same thing now. So this is getting real. If you're listening, breaking news by the way here well, on ninety five seven. Well, Shams Charney comes out with it. That's pretty much. I mean, he might be getting it from Shams Charney because probably Shams Charney. Maybe he's not a household name, but in terms of following this stuff and being on it, he's right there with Woj. He's up there. He's up there. That, no, that's why I say it. Like it's like okay. Um, it's Grizzlies, not by the way, have their press conference coming up this afternoon, so we might get an official word. Oh, that they had their press conference, and that's what they got it. From and that's what he said. Anthony Slater, by the way, of the Athletic, also saying the same thing. Taylor Jenkins on Morant. There's probably a really good chance he won't play tomorrow. That is it, me though, or does that sound kind of non-committal? Like probably a really good chance. Like that. That's kind of like one of those double. You know, you have double negatives. This is kind of double unsurety, which means it's it's negative, positive. Like if you say a double negative is a positive. If you say two unsureties, then it it means it's it's negative. Well, they don't want to rule him out. 
but they're probably I mean, the only reason you would say that is because there's a good chance he's not going to play. And I'm sure that they're getting hounded in terms of his status and the health. I'm sure at the press conference today, that's all people wanted to know. So it's all because Jordan Poole brushed his head, his, his palm against his kneecap. Is that what we're supposed to believe? Well, no, I don't know. Uh, that's just it. We don't know the origin of the injury. And maybe we can back up the tape and we can go through this thing like it's the Subruder film and find out where exactly the injury took place. I'm going to be honest. That might alleviate yo. a lot of this sort of conspiracy thinking in terms of it being Jordan Poole. Well, but it, I think it, it might there, be. No, the only, the only conspiracy thinker was Joffrey and Berenz. Like, he grabbed my knee really hard. After it was already hurt. Nobody else, nobody else with, with half a brain looks at that play and is like, oh, man, Jordan Poole. <laughs> Dirty play by Jordan Poole. Nobody Let's thinks Let's get that. some calls. 888-957-9570. Let's head out to San Bruno. Mark wants to get in on the conversation and talk John Morant. What's up, Mark? How are you today? Hey, fellas. How you guys doing? Good, buddy. Hello? Oh, good. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. But just wanted to uh, bring up this issue on Ja. If you go back on the tape, it was when Clay did a pump fake three and he nailed his uh, knee on his thigh. And it actually looked like he was trying to injure Clay. So if anybody should get suspended, it's Ja. But uh, you got to go back on the tape and see that. You can see him limping around after that. The pull from Poole was nonsense. Um, that had nothing to do with it. Um, but then going back on the injury to, uh, to GP2, Let's be honest. I mean, the guy took him out of midair and, you know, hit his head in midair. So karma happens. The guy that was guarding Ja or the guy that, uh, you know, he was guarding Ja got injured. So Ja's injured now. That's karma. But it didn't happen on that play. It happened on the uh, clay three. That's what I got, fellas. Yeah, yeah thanks, Mark. That's what we heard. It was yeah, a closeout yeah. on clay and they bumped knees. And that's when he but, sort but, of but, but, the but first time. But Ja was kind of trying to imply that Jordan Poole grabbed his knee harsh after he knew he was injured um, to, to, tr- to intentionally try to injure him further. And that, no. Oh, no. Let's get out to Jack, who's standing by, and Sam Ramon. And Jack has something to say about Ja Moran, who once again is listed as questionable, I guess is the best way to say it. <laughs> He's listed as probably, surely, possibly not going to play anymore. According to Taylor Jenkins. Jack, what's going on in your mind? How are you today? Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, great show. Um, just, you know, a couple of things. The, the previous call was right, was right on. Um, he, he stuck his knee out and tried to, tried to kind, of, kind of knee Clay while he was, trying to, he was uh, going for the three-point shot. And he kind of, Clay took the shot, and, you know, Clay's still like a tank. So he kind of bounced off of him. So he started limping off that. And if you, if you guys go back to, like, the earlier play, Moran actually knocked Steph down by sticking his knee out, um, you know, while Steph was going to the basket too. So if any, and then going back to like Dylan Brooks' play the previous game when he basically could have broke, broken Peyton's neck, I think this is karma. If you can't play, I mean the guy. I mean, I mean, and also the last point, if 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 you know, like Clay kind of said in the press conference, if if John Moran's knee was hurt by Jordan Poole touching him, the guy's made of tofu. Okay. <laughs> All right, thanks so much, to- to- Tofu is delicious, by the way, but I, I get the point. Tofu has no taste, but that's okay. It's another conversation for another time. But I, I've had some pretty, I don't know. You, you, wait, you're vegan. You, you haven't had tofu made into like where it's like literally almost no, like fried chicken? I live off of tofu. Yeah, they, they do some things with tofu. We got anything else, Sterling? 
nothing from the Grizzlies, but I wanted to ask, do you think that this may be the Grizzlies trying to kind of edge or kind of nudge the NBA into saying, look, Jordan Poole did injure our player. Get him out of game four. Yeah, the NBA <laughs> has that ability to review the tape and then issue a flagrant. It wouldn't be a flagrant two, I wouldn't think, but maybe they give him a flagrant one. The issue there is, again, if there's discrepancy in terms of when he sustained the injury, that is when the NBA has to peruse through that tape and go through it again as if it's an evidentiary, you know, as though it's a court case. And you go through that, and if you if you can nail it down to it was a closeout on Clay when he first starts wincing, then that sort of absolves Jordan Poole. But again, it's such a slippery slope in terms of when he got this injury. But I think it's important to know the origin, especially when it comes to if you're thinking of issuing a flagrant one. I don't see any way he gets a flagrant two if they go over that tape and see what it is that Jordan Poole did I, listen, or did not if, do. If they give them a flagrant one, then I am li- – if they give them a flagrant one – I, I, I'm I'm calling fix, okay? I'm like I'm like what what my boss, what 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 mafia boss ordered that flagrant one, man? Because no way he, he 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 made incidental brief contact with his knee while he was going for the ball. It wasn't his face. The, the Jordan Jordan Poole has literally had dudes hit him in the face almost every one game. Shot, while, while, you're while, still going almost nuts every game while, while 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 trying to quote unquote block a shot. The, the one jump shot he got hit in the side of the head and you're just going nuts over this. I don't know what it is with you thinking Okay, that, listen, it might not have happened to last night. Fremont and Kevin standing by and wants to talk about John Morant. What's going on, Kevin? Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm good, and how are you? I'm well, thanks, man. Thanks for joining us. Um, great, great. Um as far as John Morant um injury I can't say that I root for an injury, but once an injury happens, you're talking to somebody who way back when the Raiders were good uh, and Pastorini had been traded for, and I thought that Plunkett should be starting ahead of him. You're talking to somebody who was happy when, when Pastorini went down with the leg injury and was glad that Plunkett could take over. So, so of course I'm happy that Morant can't play. Whoa. Well, thanks for the honesty. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. No, Ke- I think Kevin speaks for a lot of people. So does your mom. It's not that they- I mean, these I, aren't I, bad people, Shamari. I'm not saying they're bad people, but I'm saying it's one thing to be happy that there is an easier path to the finals. It's another thing to be happy that a human being is injured. A human being. I don't you think, see that, this, I don't think that, that anybody is happy, that genuinely happy that Jaws injured. The thing that they're happy about is that is is that you, you, you the path gets easier? Yeah, well, well, that's what I'm saying. Of course, but but, but if something else happened, if, if something else besides the injury happened, you'd be just as happy. Like John Morant being injured, it's gonna it, it's gonna be less exciting. It, it, it's not gonna be as much shine on the series. Like things are lost. And that's even what if I'm saying. Best. Fans could give a crap about that. Maybe the networks are saying, "Oh God, we're gonna hurt in the ratings. We don't have John Morant. Yeah, we don't. We need him." Fans don't care how you get there. Just get there. And if John Morant not playing gives me a better chance, sorry, my man, you and your knee, you can go back to Memphis and put that thing up on a couch for the next month. I'm going to the, I'm going to the next round. 
whatever it takes. I think it's sort of the mentality a lot of people have. So I'm tired of this crap that I got to take the high road because I hear so many people preface it by saying, I hope he's okay. We never want to win like that. We yes. want him on the team. Yes. We want him to play. Come on, man. But, but, but here's what I'm Anything saying is that people – Let's get out no. to Brad. All right, let's, let's get out to Brad. But I feel like people <laughs> feel that way and then also are you like, but it's good. You cut me off when you go to the text line. My way of retaliating is I take a caller. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's hanging out in Walnut Creek. What's up, Brad? Hey, guys, how's it going? Great game last night. Um, oh, yeah. A couple things. One is um, I am personally concerned with Job being out because Memphis was 20-5 and five last this year when he was out, and I think that the role players are going to step up, and I think the key is going to be our team not taking them too lightly. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, one more point on Otto Porter. Uh, well, I well, think it's a good point, but you have to keep him – you have to keep in mind where they were then and where they are now because Desmond Bain and his back injury is not the same guy. Dylan Brooks has not been good. So those role players you're referring to are not the same players in terms of what they were doing about a month ago when they went 20-2. and two. But go ahead about Jordan Poole. Otto Porter. No, I was going to be about Otto Porter. Oh, Otto yeah. Porter, you guys have talked about him yet today. But in plus-minus, he's second to Draymond in this series. And I think he's incredible in terms of playing the D, getting the rebounds, and doing all the things that are a little unsung, kind of like Andre used to do. What do you guys think about Al? No, man, you, you, you're all over it. You're all over it. we got to get to a break, but we did Otto Porter. We'll do it again and talk about how significant that guy is in terms of hard hat, doing the dirty work, pulling rebounds, and pulling rebounds in traffic. He's a plus 49 on the series, and there's a reason why. Bobby, hang in there. The rest of the college, Mitch and company, hang in there. we got to get to a break. We'll take your calls on the other side. Once again, John Morant may not go tomorrow. We'll have much more, and the details as they're made available to us, we will relay them to you here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to 95.7 The Game. This came down about maybe 15, 20 minutes ago, and the word according to the Grizzlies at their press conference today, the shoot around, or they if they practice today, but of course getting ready for game four coming up tomorrow. John Morant will likely be out for game four versus the Golden State Warriors. So say it right, Dan. There's probably a really good chance he won't play tomorrow. That's according to their head coach, Taylor Jenkins. So people are running with this. Some people are going as far as that he definitely will not play tomorrow, depending on who it is that you go to or your source. You talked about Shams Charney. I haven't heard from Woj. Adrian Wojnarowski, Anthony Slater from uh from the the Athletic Bay Area says it. Bleacher Report is going John Morant likely out for Game Four against the Golden State Warriors. Again, I think it's important now. It's not imperative, but I do think that knowing the origin of this injury, because again, by all accounts, when he was trying to close out on Clay, seems as though when he hurt the knee. And I think it's important that you sort of highlight that and circle it so we can move beyond this sort of tit-for-tat that it was Jordan Poole that purposely went after the knee and the reason why he's not playing. Because you can only imagine what it's going to be like in Memphis for Game 5, especially when Jordan Poole comes out of that floor. We want to continue with your calls. 888-957-9570. John Morant once again most likely out for Game 4. The breaking news coming down moments ago. Let's get out to Bobby's hanging out in Oakland and wants to talk about what's happening with the Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies. What's up, Bobby? And welcome to the show. Hey, good, man. It's good. Hey, what's going on? i you tell you what's going on. This series is over. And I know Jenkins <laughs> knows this series is over. That's why he wants to just 
little weak argument talking about Jordan Poole. That is so stupid, man. It, it, it was obvious to me. All right, Clay bumped it, and now he got his knees bumped, and then the way he landed on that outside leg is what did it. Come on, man. Poole, how he's going to rip a kneecap off? Come on, guys. Right, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's amazing. But you know what? Let's give some kudos to the Warriors coaching staff for throwing that, that soft zone, slowing down Morant, having him walking up the court. Make him take 15, 20 shots on the outside. We're going to get those long rebounds. He's not going to make them all. But I love the way the Warriors uh, looked yesterday. They look like vintage Warriors, man. I, if I'm the rest of the league, I'm, I'm worried about the Warriors. But we just got to keep it going. We won't get ahead of ourselves and keep pushing the pace. And, and, I, and I think this, I think we'll get this series in there. Phoenix looks like they're in trouble today. I think we could look good against Phoenix as well, man. Let me get you guys' thoughts on that. Hey, Bobby, good call. Yeah, you know, that's something we haven't talked about was that soft zone and the way the Warriors mixed it up. And I think that confused John Moran as well as the rest of the Grizzlies. They didn't know how to handle and or attack that. And the way they were able to collapse on, on John Moran, now he got his, but again, mixing it up defensively, especially with that zone, was much, much more effective than what we saw in the first two games. In the first the half, game. the Grizzlies had four turnovers. In the second half, they had six, right? So so the Warriors— well, it's not about turnovers. It's just about well, challenging his shots. Well, but, but, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you, I got you. I'm just saying, though, that they, they ramped it up. They ramped it up, but listen, they didn't stop Morant. Morant scored thirty-four points, right? He he got off, and and apparently he did it with the with the injured knee. Um, so it's not like they slapped him, stopped him. He thirty-four points on I think twenty-one shots, right? That 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 is an efficient night. You'll take that from your dude night in and night out. Um, what they did was was they didn't let everybody else get involved. They slowed down the likes of Jaron Jackson the Desmond Baines of the world, the Zaire Williams, who didn't have a great night after looking pretty darn good in game two, right? Uh, he he, uh, he played really, really well, man. And that that's the key. Ja going to get his, right? He's going to get his. Um, can you slow down DeAnthony Melton and, and Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain? And they did that and they win. And, and they did that in game two very well. They really, really did it. Game two, despite the fact that Josh scored 47, next highest uh, Grizzly score was like 14, right? They did that, but they didn't shoot well. Well, and, now you and have, last night they did. And you have John Morant now out of the equation. What does this mean for the Memphis Grizzlies now going forward? You don't have clearly the guy who has been the number one go-to, your main force, and it's almost like removing Jokic from that of the Denver Nuggets. Now you're without John. Now I know, again, they had that run where they were like 20 and 5, 19 and 2 at one stretch without John Moran. It was ama- it was one of the most amazing things we witnessed this entire NBA season. But I would argue that that supporting cast, those role players are very different from what we're witnessing right now. Desmond Bain is not the same guy, whether you attribute that to an injury or not. Dylan Brooks is not the same guy. First of all, he didn't play last night, but offensively, what we saw of him in games 1 and 2. And so, I'll give you Jaron Jackson, but those role players again that's an anemic team to begin with, and now you you remove John Morant. That if you're a Memphis Grizzly fan, that's a pretty dark proposal when you think about Game Four. Let's continue with the phone line. Sam Rafael is the location, and Mike wants to talk about what's happening. What's going on, Mike? What do you think of Game Four? And what do you think of John Morant's injury? Well, uh, I thought his injury was, uh, you know, obviously on the Clay uh, closeout, but. You know, what Jordan Poole did, did, did to him was 
much less than what the orthopedic surgeon is going to do him do to him when he tests his knee. <laughs> and uh, you know, I thought it was fairly minor, especially when you look at both of those. <clears throat> you know, JP two fall. I mean, excuse me, um, the gloves to foul versus uh, Jay Morant's injury in real time. You know, they're not equivalent. The other point was I wanted to uh, <clears throat> think. I think Coach Crow did a good job changing up uh, the looks for John Morant. And uh, the doubling is a good way to go. It even gives, you know, Curry even gets frustrated sometimes when uh, he's doubled and makes turnovers. And my last point is uh, I'm tired of Barkley and Shaq saying this is just a uh, hard foul, uh, like with Gary Payton. Those guys can never jump. They were never knocked off their axis. And... You know, it's just a totally different game now, and I like seeing people like John Morant and Peyton go in for good dunks and not get injured. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, I agree with you. Enough of this stuff. Enough of the injuries. Enough of the malicious intent. Now, Jordan Poole's, I put that aside, but enough of the, even the ejections. Let's get back to playing basketball at some junction. As far as... Charles Barkley, who I enjoy. I, I just I like Charles, even Shaquille O'Neal, but that's entertainment. It's like you enjoyed what you said winning. What is it? Showed the show? winning time. Winning yeah, time. Yeah, it's comedy. You said yeah. it's, it's comedy. That's all those guys provide for me. It's entertainment. They're funny. I'll look at them and I'll, but when it comes to basketball, X's and O's, those days have passed them by. You really want to know what's going on in a basketball game? There are a lot of other resources you can check out in terms of somebody that really knows what it is that they're talking about. Because there's a lot of talking heads, whether it's on TV or whether it's in social media. Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal, they're not telling you anything you didn't already know. That's just sort of my two cents on those well, guys. Yeah, but they no, are no, funny as hell, man. As far as and concerned. that's what they're there to do. That's Angel to is do. standing by in Dublin, and Angel wants to talk about... Oh, Keel. I'm sorry. Keel standing by. What's up, Keel? How are you today? I'm doing well, man. Uh, last night, me and some friends, we, you know, had some fun in San Francisco to celebrate the Dubs win, and um, we're just super happy. 2-1, man. Um, one of my friends yesterday said this, and I want to get your point on this. It seems like the Grizzlies are trying to copy the Houston Rockets from the 2018-2019 series, trying to do what they do. What do you guys think about that? Because it seems like they're trying to copy the Rockets because that's been the only team that's ever given the Warriors a run for their money. I want to get your guys' opinion on that. I'm not sure in what regard you're referring to. I would say that the copying is what we saw in terms of both guards, and I'm talking about CP3 as well as James Harden, going after Steph Curry. And and Boogie also, if if you talk about 28-2019. And they wanted to single out Steph Curry and go at him. They picked him out of the herd as being the weak link. And it was successful to a certain degree. Now, I think that the comparison and the analogy of what we're witnessing right now is Jordan Poole. And I know that, especially when it comes to John Morant, because he's the only guy in the perimeter that can go ISO and get get his, get his own basket, they're clearly looking to ISO him with Jordan Poole. Whether Poole wants to admit it or not, that's the similarity because they're oversimplifying the offense. Let's go after Jordan Poole, which was very similar to what we saw back in 2018, 2019, when Houston's like, we see blood in the water with Steph Curry, who, by the way, is such a better defender these days than he was back in the day. But that was very similar in that regard in terms of their offensive approach by Houston and what we're witnessing now by that of the Memphis Grizzlies. Was he, but, but also on that, though, I feel that in, Memphis, in, in Houston – they were like, we're going to do this because this is what we want to do. I feel that Memphis is doing that 
because the the different zones of the dubs are throwing at them, like they don't got nothing. They got nothing. So you're like, I, I guess we're gonna just go the high pick and roll, high screen and roll over and over again because we the, the passing lanes are clogged up by the zone defense that the dubs are playing. Let's get out to New Jersey. Our man Mitch is standing by. Mitch, hey, hey. oh, go Jersey. Go to one of our regulars. Got to give him the his proper due. What's up, Mitch? How you doing, Dan? Uh, and uh, nice seeing your mom. Uh, Martha, happy Mother's Day to you. <laughs> right uh, on, Mitch, yeah. Paul, he looks like such a tremendous player. You got to get him in that lineup in the future, too, either two or three. And what, what's Memphis doing? The game was at hand. We, we came out shooting. Like, uh, it was nonstop. We were on fire last night. The game was over. Just like what the Sixers did against Toronto, uh, I think the Memphis made a mistake by keeping Jamar, John Morant in there. What do you think? And um, have a nice week. Enjoy the games. Play him out, Sterling. That's Mitch from New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again, Mitch. We got any Wait. update in terms of any action or punishment that's going to be coming down in Jordan Poole? The text line's putting something out there. Well, nice. you know what? Let me. It says Anthony Slater. Let me go back to Anthony Slater. Twitter. Hit Hold refresh. on, Sterling's got something okay. for us. Sterling, what's up? Anthony Slater said there will be no action taken from the NBA on Jordan Poole on the drama ramp play for Game 4. There you go. Thanks, Sterling. Put that thing to bed. <laughs> and I right. hope it does. I hope it does. But, you know, but wait, the, the fact that they had to even answer that question, that's just, that's, you know what? You, the, the more, when I think about everything that Memphis has done from Game 1 through Game 3, right? What is it that they've done? You no. have to tell me what. Uh, okay. Okay. So, Dylan so. Brooks, put that aside. That that is one of the most disgusting malicious acts we've seen in recent memory. But this idea that Memphis is beating up the Golden State Warriors. Well, I, just I well, just just I feel like Memphis has felt defeated from game one, man. And I feel like now more than ever. Now more than ever, they're grasping for straws. Jordan Poole should be suspended for touching his <laughs> John Morant's knee. Like, I just feel like they're grasping for straws more and more. And, and while they're professional basketball players, they're the number two seed. I'm not just saying they're going to they're gonna melt, but I kind of feel like Memphis, from, from the, the head coach on down, Feels a little defeated, man. A little bit defeated. Like, I, I, I do. Are they going to play hard? Yeah, but do they think they can win the series? No, and I don't think they ever thought they could win the series. But they, I definitely feel like now they're like, well, all right, we're just going to go out and we're going to finish this thing out and, and get creamed. Once again, breaking news is that according to Anthony Slater, one of our regulars here on ninety-five-seven, the game, no action, no punishment will be taken against Jordan Poole. So but, they but reviewed. Why why would they were, you even throw that out there, though? They were well. They do this. You review the tape, and if they can actually, if they see something on tape, they can issue a flagrant one and or a flagrant two, which is why you do it. Now, obviously, we have talked about there. This is a nothing burger. There's nothing to this, and that's you know that's what they arrived at as well. That move on. There is nothing here. Now, hopefully, this will deflate a lot of sort of the angst and energy on the part of Memphis and dirty play being a. Thrown at those verbal darts being directed at Jordan Poole and or the Golden State Warriors. Uh, you know it's not. I, I will say this, though. Again, I'm so glad that the NBA was able to do that. Again, to sort of diffuse all of this and we can go on with game four. It was a very bizarre act on the part of Jordan Poole. I don't know what it was that he's doing. I don't think he hurt. Certainly didn't hurt John Morant. But it was a weird sort of way to uh, just it left the door open there. 
It just was a weird sort of left the door open for what, man? For, for what it is that we're seeing. For, inter- somebody to be able, for, for Taylor Jenkins and John Morant to put out cryptic social media posts, maybe. But nobody with nobody with half a freaking brain looked at that and said, oh, that crafty, dirty Jordan Poole and his knee touch. No, nobody looked at that. Now going forward. What is it if you're Memphis? What seriously? In all seriousness, if you're sitting there and you've got the blackboard in front of you and you're Taylor Jenkins and saying, "Okay, this is how we're going to attack the Warriors," who first of all becomes your point? Does Tyus, Tyus Jones now move into that role? <laughs> and then wait, wait. who is it that you're going to be your go-to? Desmond Bain. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that this guy's hurt because he's been such a good player, especially a three-point shooter throughout the entire year. Uh, here's what I wonder, and, and, and this is where I go. And again, I'm not a not an NBA coach for a reason, okay? Here's where I go. I bring Steven Adams in. I play bigger. I slow the game down. I muck up the game. So, I'm, so I know Steven Adams is a defense offensive reliability. No, defensive uh, liability, okay? But but he might get you a few extra possessions. He, he can go in there and be big and, and slow down all those paint points the Warriors are scoring, right? And then you have Jaron Jackson twin tower scenario where Jaron Jackson is now sort of playing a four with his skill set. And then you got all those six, six to six, eight wing players. I, I would just go big. I'd go big. I'd go as big as possible. Steven Adams? With Adams and Jackson on the court together, twin towers, because Jaron Jackson – for, for, for all of his size, right? He is not a big, slow, uh, 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 four or five that you you don't have to worry about when you're on the offensive end. Like, he, he, he can play defense. He can guard smaller dudes, right? So I, I'd go big. I'd go big with Steven Adams and, and just be like, how, all right, well. But if you go big, how are you going to defend? How What is Steven Adams going to do on the floor if you go to that three-guard lineup? Or if suddenly you, you're just spread- – Looney's not playing in this series. What are you going to do? Who is it that Steven Adams is going to watch defensively? Draymond. <laughs> Draymond plays hey. the point. Dre- yeah. Yeah. But Draymond's not going to dribble around you, though. Listen, I'm talking about – because think about what – listen, who's, this is who they're working with. After after uh, after you get uh, – I'm not saying at, you're wait, wrong. No, no. I'm just well, saying – I'm, saying, no. well, I'm what, just letting people know how desperate yeah, the situation no, no, no. is. Once Jaws out of the equation, right – then, yeah, you're talking about Tyus Jones, who, who averaged maybe 18 minutes so far this uh, in, in the playoffs. Um, you're talking about Dylan Brooks. Like, he's not a ball handler. You're talking about – because you don't have a – you don't have – there's not a single other ball handler on this team except for Tyus Jones. And that's that. That's not – you're not – that's not Allstate, Dan. You're not in good hands, man, with this dude handling the ball. So what you do is you go to more movement – and you get bigger, you get bigger, and that's going to help you on offense. And you hope that's enough. They they went. I don't. I I didn't watch. <laughs> I didn't watch enough of that twenty and two stretch without Ja to know how they did it. But I guarantee you, it wasn't Tyus Jones. Tyus doing, Jones played well. No, but but doing what Ja was, Des- they, they, no, they no, altered no. the offense a whole, whole Des- lot. I'll tell you how they did it. Desmond Bain was nothing short of amazing. Dylan Brooks played out of his skull. Uh, Jaron Jackson was huge. Brandon Clark. Really emerged during that nineteen and two run. But see, these are all the big boys, right? That's what I'm saying. Like Dylan Brooks is Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain are six, 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 seven dudes, man. And and that's what you that that's how you combat a team like the Warriors. It, it, it might sound. If you want to go big against the Warriors, good luck. 
Well, but see, that's they, counterproductive to well, what no, it is at the Warriors. But, but they there's have a reason big, why Stephen Adams hasn't played in this series, Shamar. Yeah, but they have big and athletic though. They have six five, six seven, yeah, six nine playing. that can move. Yeah, they've been playing the entire series, and Brandon Clark has not been Brandon Clark. Desmond Bain's not Desmond Bain. Jaron Jackson had the one game. So who is that guy? Steven Adams? You kidding? I don't know. Steven Adams does not play in that game. What are you going to do? Well, that's what who, I'm who, saying. Who are you going to call, man? The Ghostbusters ain't showing up. They, they, like, I, listen, they, they somehow went 20-2 and two without Ja. And the text line, the Xfinity Mobile text line, someone early on the, on the, earlier implied that, yeah, they were playing the Orlando Magics of the world, and that's true. But I don't care who you're playing. I don't care if you're playing G League teams. 20-2 and two in a 22-game stretch is impressive. Like, that's something that you stick your chest out, and you said we did something. If you go 20-2 at any point in an NBA season, especially if you lose, Ja. And, and, I, and I could only – I only have to feel – Without having watched most of that twenty and two stretch, did they did it by being big? No, they didn't. Desmond Bain was amazing. Six five. That's not big. Yep. Listen, Jordan Poole's six four. Steph Curry six two. Klay Thompson is six six. Draymond Green is six six. Desmond Bain. He's Desmond Bain would be like, but he would be like the fifth tallest dude on the Warriors. Though they got to go big and play Desmond Bain. He's playing the whole series. <laughs> That's true. Also, have and you, you got to make it sound you, like, have, oh, let's bring have, in. Have you, seen, have you seen that dude's shoulders and his biceps? Okay, you're making I don't it care sound like you got to bring in Brandon Clark. He's been playing the entire series. These guys no, are no, not I'm saying languishing you, on the end of the bench. I'm saying you add Stephen Adams in and go extra big. Yeah, Stephen Adams lean into is, it. is not a difference maker in this series. If this was Oklahoma back in the day, <laughs> Stephen Adams, when he was a strong, he might still be the strongest player on the planet. But he's not a factor in this series. Not not when you spread, when you go to a three-guard lineup. There's a reason why he hasn't played at this point. Just like that, you know, he's nullified. Just like he had to take Andrew Bogut off the floor. He can't extend and watch these guys. The 415 in the Xfinity Mobile text line, I think that Ja was hurt before Pool's pool. <laughs> uh, he used the knee touch as an excuse to leave the game an excuse that the pool play is dirty. And that that's kind of back to what I was saying before we got on this hype, man, is that the, the Memphis Grizzlies, like from everything from the posturing to Jordan Poole broke the code. Like they just seem like they, they seem defeated to me. They really, really do. And 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 the more we talk about it, I think they are defeated. I, I, I don't care if he comes back. I don't care if Ja comes back for the next three games. It, it, after tomorrow without Ja, the dubs win tomorrow without Ja. Did they look defeated after game two? I mean, they they bear, listen on a get on a in a game where the Grizzlies shot pretty darn good for the Grizzlies, and the Warriors shot horribly for the Warriors. They barely. I know. Out I'm a just. Victory. I'm just answering your question. You're saying they, they so, looked yeah. like a defeated team since game one. That they didn't look like a defeated team after game two. Didn't look like a defeated team after game one. Quite frankly. So there, there's battles, and then there's the war. Okay, and they, they. I don't feel like they've ever felt they could win the war. And I don't. <laughs> I don't think that they ever. Felt like, and definitely so right now. they should now, have never just showed up for this series. Well, no, they're professional athletes. They're going to get paid. You make ja, it sound ja, like they're the, John they're Moran the, has this cute little colorful like dread. the eighth seed. They're the number two seed for crying out loud. Yeah, but they never, but they, listen. What are you talking about today? Battles Seriously. and wars, Dan. You there have some battles, crazy takes. And and today you're like, you're, you're extra high.
Wait, the 707 on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Ja jumping ship. He can't see that they can beat us. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I think John ja Morant is not like, I, listen, I'm not going to say this, but the 707 is implying this, and I'm not going to say it's not true. John ja Morant might not be playing, might, you know, be, wait, wait, wait what were the words that Taylor Jenkins said? Ja, he probably might not probably play tomorrow <laughs> or whatever Taylor Jenkins said so now, because he's like, our goose is cooked, and I don't want to go out there and look bad. Now you're insinuating John ja Morant. The, the 707 no, 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 no. is. You're, just, you're highlighting <laughs> it and giving it play. You're insinuating that John ja Morant does not want to play tomorrow because he feels as though this thing is already done and they're already, they have this defeatist mentality. What's the point? We're cooked. The 707 is implying that, and I'm just not going to say that – I'm not going to say that that's not – plausible okay oh i'm not God. saying it's true i'm saying it could be true i'm saying it could be true i'm just saying man i don't even know how to respond to these okay well, no, well, wait, wait, let, let's think about the sequence i know we have to get to break think about the sequence he hurts his knee in the third quarter okay jordan Poole gives his knee a grab and then he storms off the court and leaves the game and then he's like and now i'm hurt and i can't play even though he had been hurt and he can't play you're he wasn't playing right no, just no, no, be no, honest no, no. With me. are you serious yeah. right now dan at the point you where the John game Moran was over, doesn't want to play basketball because he thinks his team's going to lose. So he doesn't want to play. Oh no, man! You know he seemed kind of soft a little with the, with the little colorful dreadlock there <laughs> at the top of his that's head. That's what's always bothered you about this guy. <laughs> All right, we're going to continue with the conversation once again. John Morant unlikely for Game Four. He is most likely. I guess we're we're keeping the door ajar but most likely not going to play in Game 4. We continue to talk about it here on 95.7 The Game. Shamari Block and Dan Avone back after this. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.